Hello and welcome to another episode of 99 Problems But A Boss Ain't One. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle Pratt, and I run a training and coaching business called Dive Deeper Development, and I've been freelance for about four and a half years. And I'm your other co-host, Katie Carlisle. I run The Wheel Exists, in which I do Squarespace, web design and training, and I've been freelance for about six years. So today we're going to talk about uh, finding your purpose. Now, I don't know about you, but um, I, I think I come across a lot of people who are trying to search for what their purpose is. And quite often, whether it's in popular culture or just whether how we're bought, bought up, uh, we have this idea that one day we'll work out what our purpose is or one day we'll just trip over and stumble across our purpose. And of course, if you're freelance and you have left employment or maybe you've left education and the world is your oyster and now you can choose to go in any direction you want to what is your purpose which direction you go to what is it that you're supposed to do you can contribute something amazing to the world but what uh, and that's the thing that overwhelms me um so let's, let's talk about this idea of finding your purpose that one day you're just going to wake up and work out what it is you're going to do yeah, um, you're going to have this epiphany and like that bit in clueless when the fountain's like up behind her and you're yeah. just like yes i get it now finally i know what i meant to devote the rest of my life to but of course that isn't how it happens in reality yeah, this is why I exist. This is why I was born into the world. And, and this this idea that we've, we've, we've got something to contribute, which of course we all do. Um, I don't know, Katie, when you were when you were younger, did you have a did you did you have you always known what your purpose is? Or did you have you discovered it yet? I was or? about to say, if you figure it out, let me know. I've no idea. Um, when I was little, I wanted to be a gymnast. But I, I didn't feel that that was my purpose. It was just what I wanted to be. Um, no, I've, I have to say, I've, I've, I've never really been in search of a purpose, I don't think. Um, I suppose, like, it's more, it's less, my, my, the way I see it is much less worthy than a lot of people, how they would kind of put it. So for me, my purpose is to live a life that makes me happy. And yeah. there are various ways to achieve that. Whereas I think for some people, it's like my purpose is to end world hunger. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, That's a bit good for you. I, I maybe need to think a bit bigger. But I've always actually kind of shied away a little bit from having these kind of big world changing goals. Um, because... I think if you do have a massive passion about that and you're particularly drawn to something like that, then amazing, yeah, do it, make a difference. But I think I just, I don't know, just operate on a smaller scale. And I think some of the people who, people, people who have these big worldly, world-changing goals, you know, they'll say things like, oh, you're just, you're being too small or you're not, you're not thinking big enough, you're limiting yourself. And I'm like, I don't think I am. I think I just... I'm quite happy like having a small scale impact and like, you know, in a kind of more grassroots way. Um, yeah. Like, I think I want to make a difference, but I don't feel like that's necessarily my purpose. I don't know. What about you? 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. Like, definitely when I was younger, I always thought that I ha- I thought we all had a purpose. It was something that we all had. And that when I was older, I would work, it w- It would make itself known to me or that I would work out what it was. And I would pursue, like you say, that one big noble uh, goal and, and dedicate my life to it. Um, and as you get older, you start to think, OK, why, why am I here? And um, especially, as I say, when you're freelance and you've got the opportunity to create something or do something completely different. But... What what is it you want to want to do things for? And I, I don't I don't think that we all necessarily have. A, I don't. Well, I tell you the difference is, I don't think that uh, we have a purpose in that it's something we discover. Uh, like you say, some people do. They want to end world hunger. Was it Steve Jobs that wanted to put a dink in the universe? Um, stuff like that. But I don't actually think we all ha- we all have it. I think purpose is something you decide upon, or maybe it's something you create as opposed to something that was just always there waiting to be discovered. I don't know if, if, if that resonates with you. I think that does make sense because I think I, I wouldn't say that I have a purpose, but I'm very clear on the purpose of the of my business and the purpose of like my side project, which is freelance folk. I'm very clear on their purposes. And so, but that that was something I sat down and thought about. So like you saying, kind of creating it rather than a lightning bolt from the universe. So, um, you know, I, I think a lot of the time with a purpose, it comes from a problem or a lack of something or a frustration rather than something where, yeah, you just kind of wake up and it comes to you in a dream. Um, so I think for me, like with freelance folk, take that for example, I was feeling isolated working from home. I wanted to talk to people more. I went to coffee shops to try and find other freelancers and found it hard to strike up conversations. And that then gave me the idea to create the pop-up co-working sessions. So, but, the, but the co-working sessions weren't the purpose. The purpose was to bring freelancers together who were also feeling isolated and wanted to connect with other people, but in a kind of informal way. So without having to commit to co-working stuff. Um, and like my tagline for freelance folk is let's be alone together. And, and so that's kind of the purpose is to bring people together. Um, like the purpose for my Squarespace business is to demystify technology and especially website technology to demystify squarespace and make it easy for people to use and to provide uh, a kind of pleasant experience building a website which a lot of people don't have um even if they're hiring someone to do it they often have quite a tough time working with that developer so mine was to be an antidote to that situation where people you know, people actually you know can be really happy about the process of making a website rather than it being daunting and difficult um, but but neither of those were something that I just discovered. I very consciously decided on them based on a problem or an experience that I had and a feeling that I had. Yeah, it's 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 true. And um, I I I come across this a lot in coaching. Like I say, with freelancers or just with people doing life coaching generally. And you know, sometimes they think, well, what do I want to do? And particularly if you're self-employed, or if you're at a turning point in your life or a crossroads, or you've got an opportunity to shift things, quite often you sit down with people with a blank piece of paper and they say, I need to know, you know, what I'm going for. I need to know why I'm doing this. I need to, you know, I need to work out what it is I really want to do. And they put a lot of pressure on themselves to have this one big mission statement. And 
I think particularly when we, you know, we talk about networking a lot or, you know, a sales pitch and people, a lot of businesses, every business these days has a massive mission statement. You know, it doesn't have customers. It has tribes or communities and they don't have staff. They have families and they're all supposed to have this big overarching vision. And then I think sometimes when in business, we're expected to have this really nicely polished elevator pitch where we, we talk about our purpose and really, you know, marketing people love having a purpose don't they 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 want you to have a really shiny one you can put out there and what probably people probably don't realize is that it can take a whole team of copywriters or marketing gurus just to get all that rambling thoughts in people's heads distilled into one meaningful sentence oh yeah i mean it's much harder work to get something clear and concise and short than it is to have a long rambling sentence definitely yeah, and it'd be really nice to be able to say to people, this is what I'm all about, but it's not always that easy. And, and do you know what the best piece of advice I think I ever got, because this is where I was when I first went freelance, was um, I, I kept saying to the guy who was coaching me, look, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I, don't, I was using that, that words, by the way, Katie, what do I want to do with my life, like my whole life. <laughs> um, I, what, what, you know, I, I've, I've quit a job just to, to do something really cool and I, and I don't know what, you know, I've got no purpose. And he's... He, he just he, he laughs when people say it. he says look stop looking for your purpose okay you're never going to come across something that is your purpose he said purpose is something that's created okay there isn't a purpose out there waiting for you this solution like you say this big noble cause that you're going to stumble across one day and dedicate yourself to it's it said it's something you create you just decide what's important to you and he said to me it's like finding a date and I think I've said this on the podcast before he said you're in a relationship aren't you married you, you love your wife I went yeah and he said well did you did you just always know that she was the one did you just walk into a bar and go yeah I'll have that one for the rest of my life and I was like uh no <laughs> he said no you, you you dated a few people and you had a, a few false starts with relationships and then you, by trial and error, you found that you found one that really inspired you. And he said, that's that's what it's all about. And that really stuck with me because I think I was stopping myself from getting started with my business because I didn't have this kind of mission statement or this, this problem that I wanted to solve. And actually that message of, look, stop looking for your purpose, just do what makes you happy just 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 decide pick a direction choose it go with it dedicate yourself to it and if it's not right for you you can change it and this is the thing this meaning can change can it doing what you love can give you a sense of purpose and i think maybe that's what people confuse i mean i don't know do you feel like you have a purpose now or do you feel like your business has a purpose now I think I think I'm a little bit uh, like you, Katie. I was watching this video, uh, the one, the humanist one, narrated by Stephen Fry, talking about the meaning of life and saying actually some people believe religion or God gives us meaning, and and he was saying actually no, some t- you we all each decide our own meaning, and um, it's it can be as simple as just doing the things you enjoy. So I think like you you were saying, Katie, my problem was probably burnout, and so my purpose I decided was above all else on a personal level was just to be happy. So I think that's that's my purpose is just to live a life that's happy. And for me and for the people that I love, that's probably the big overarching one on a more micro level. I think in my business, yeah, I just want people to to choose their path rather than have it decided for them to consciously choose it. But also for people to feel really happy and confident in themselves and uh, have the life that they want. And really, that's the you know that's not a marketing guru's dream, but that's in a nutshell why I do what I do. 
And I think as well, like, like the words people use to talk about purpose as well is really restrictive. It's like, have you found your purpose as if there's just one, like as, as well. So I think that is that thing of almost like, oh, okay, like, A, I have to find it, but B, oh, I'm, I'm only limited to one. Okay, well, I better make sure it's the right one. Um, so, so this is where I suppose the dating analogy hopefully doesn't quite match in that in the, hopefully you don't have more than one wife. Um, but I think that people can have more than one purpose and I don't think people need to feel like, I, I think sometimes if they feel like they can only have one that holds them back from choosing anything, if they want to kind of, you know, feel like they have a particular purpose. But I think you can easily have more than one purpose. And like, I kind of like the idea of having lots of little micro purposes almost of like yeah. yeah you know like like sustainability is important to me so and, and I've done a lot of voluntary work and worked in charities around sustainability in the past and so a lot of the a lot of kind of something certainly something I'm passionate about and I think that'd be an interesting thing to talk about is the difference between passion and purpose um but for me it's like yeah like I, I, I you know a part of me is like yeah part of my purpose is to live a more sustainable life and maybe help to encourage a few people to do the same um and i think i have lots of kind of little areas like that where i have maybe a bit of a purpose but i'm not giving over you know as much as i did actually use a lot of my career for sustainability where i'm at now i'm not gonna go now completely and spend all of my waking hours around sustainability because i think there's still ways to make a difference without working full-time on something um so i think having a few different areas of purpose is a bit more meaningful for me and sometimes I'm more passionate about other areas at some time, you know, some various points in my life. And then maybe my passion kind of ebbs and flows about them. So, you know, yeah. like I, I've always loved music, but I don't go to gigs as often or festivals as often as I used to. Um, because yeah. there's, I think there's only so much room for doing stuff. You know, I think as much as having lots of little purposes is useful, I think having lots and lots and lots of purposes then kind of dilutes them all. And so then none of them are very impactful yeah that's that's true and also i think it changes as well um it, it it can change over time so what's important to you at one point in your life is probably not as important to you as as other point of, of your lives as well so that meaning that purpose can really can really shift and i think there's not, nothing wrong with having just a kind of purpose for you it doesn't have to be all overarching or world changing it can just be little stuff like i say like making yourself happy and and it may not sound spectacular like you're going to change the world so when you go to a networking meeting or you speak to someone and you say what you do you're not going to blow them away but actually I just think do you know what if everybody in the world just focused on the things that make them happy and content there'd be less angry shouty argumentative people in the world they really would. Everyone would get along much better. That said, Katie and I have kind of suggested, I suppose what I'm hearing here is neither of us think, think there is one purpose out there and that we've got to either choose one or stumble across one in order to be great freelancers and to do something really cool with our time and our, and our energy. But we are both quite focused on having a why, aren't we, Katie? Definitely. I think that's the difference. I think there's like, there's per and as I mentioned, passion as well, purpose and passion passion's kind of something where people talk about it in the same way of like follow your passion and it's like well what if I don't know what my passion is and actually it's something whereas purpose I think is something that you decide and create I think passion is something that you develop 
over time. You might have something that you're interested in, but you might not. And you might not find out if you're passionate about something until you do it and become passionate about it through doing it. Um, and so I think that with the language that's used about those two, it's almost this kind of very, it's almost like an external thing. Whereas I think with your why, it comes from, from you. And I think your why is different to your purpose because your purpose implies that, yeah, you've been put on this earth to do something. Whereas your why is just what motivates you and why you do what you do and what's the kind of driving force behind it, which I think probably everybody has a why. I don't know, is, is that something you found in your coaching, Michelle? I think I always encourage people to focus on it. And that's an inter- interesting language around that as well. Um, I think you need to to understand understand your why or choose your why. And I think that involves a lot of self-knowledge as well. So there's a couple of things I suggest to people when, they, when they're trying to think, well, okay, there isn't a purpose out there waiting for me or if I don't have to pick one big mission statement, what what drives me what do I do I do what I do and one of the things before people and we discussed this in a previous podcast Casey what would we do on day one of being a freelancer again and quite often what people do is they want to surround themselves by doing a lot of stuff I want to write a newsletter I want to sign up with HRMC I everybody we meet Katie they always say I need a website I need business cards which and, is great uh, for me keep buying is, websites people which is great but you don't need those on day one and everybody no, you gets don't. told you don't need them on day one and we all got given that advice and we all wanted to do it because we've got this feeling that we need to do something but one of the things we talk about coaching with people is just understand your why in the, in the first place so and i think that's into into two categories one know your your why for yourself and also know your why for your business because that's going to act as like your compass um when it comes to making decisions so whenever you're at a crossroads or presented with decisions to make, is going to guide you in the direction that's going to keep you happy. So, for example, the, the why for myself, I, I mentioned burnout. I wanted to do things for me. And that was kind of the thing that, that drove me. I wanted to be in charge of my own life. And I wanted to... Uh, a bit of a long story. I won't go massively into it. But I did feel so burnt out that I felt my mental health was, was slipping and I, I was being really crabby and really crouchy around my, my wife and my parents came to stay one weekend and I was tired and I was strung out and I was grumpy and they were asking after me, are you okay, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just tired, I'm just tired. And yeah, I'd spend extra hours and energy on conference calls and getting work done and there'd just be more work tomorrow. So my why for, for, for going self-employed was to be able to have enough energy. Uh, it was for me to do things for me, my well-being, my mental health and to know that I always have the energy um, for the people that I love and get my priorities in order. So that was why I did it. Um, so that was that work-life balance, that um, feeling happier myself was a really big driver for why I went self-employed. Now, I think that's different to knowing your why for your business. So that's why I'm in business for me. But also from a business perspective, it is useful to know why you're you're in business for other people. So uh, what is it you want to give to others? And again, that purpose is absolutely key. Are Are you in business for others to make their lives happier, to make their lives easier because you like more beautiful design in the world? Um, All of this kind of thing. It's, It's all up to you. Katie, you often say that you don't make much of a distinction between work and work life. You don't have that clear cut quite as much as I do. Do you have separate whys for you and your business or perhaps different strands of your business? Yeah, I haven't really ever thought about it like this before, but definitely. So I think like you were saying, Michelle, like my 
my wife and myself in terms of in a freelance context my wife and myself is because i wanted to have my own business i think that was the overarching driver for me i kind of went i want to be freelance i don't know exactly what i want to do but i want to be freelance i want to have the flexibility to have the work-life balance i want i want to be able to take decisions and move quickly and dynamically and everything that you kind of can't do in a large organization quite a lot of the time um but especially having having the independence and the flexibility that was really important for me so that was why i went freelance but i could have been i could have done lots of things freelance you know like like so so i think i think it sounds like similar to what you said michelle you you know you could have gone down a few different routes with your freelancing career like i could have gone for a career in sustainability as a freelancer like i could have been a sustainability consultant or something like that so so i think that that the, them there definitely is a, def, a different why because it's like okay well why did i choose that business why did i choose that particular element and i think the why can change over time as well um but yeah for me the the why for my business was because um i really enjoyed using squarespace the first time i used it to make my own website and there was a demand from it so actually some of my why for my business was a you know a commercial sense perspective um you know it's a it win-win was, it's a win-win yeah though, isn't yeah it, you know? so i think for the for the business it's kind of there is still the i suppose emotional driver behind it but also it does it make commercial sense is, is it a viable business because what i was my my why was i want to have the flexibility to have a good work-life balance well if i don't earn enough money then i'm not going to have that work-life balance because i'm, I'm going to have to do a lot of work if i can't earn very much i have to do more of it if that makes sense um yeah so so i think for me it was like i want a business that allows me to have that flexibility um to you know embrace my love of technology that was something that i knew i wanted to do actually so i mean i say sustainability consultant actually i knew it was something to do with tech um i just didn't know what exactly so my original plan was to go into charities and kind of offer up my services like one day a month or something to help improve their systems to help maintain their website set up new starters on email that kind of thing and uh, make sure they were using the appropriate software for them um but it just so happened that actually people started asking me about websites before and actually, and I was like, yeah, actually that works. That fits with my personal wise as a business. It works, you know, it yes. ticks those boxes and it, there was lots of, you know, lots of variety, which again is important to me. Um, and so I think definitely my business has a different why, but um, it's kind of, it's, it, the business why has to ultimately serve my personal why i would say yeah definitely and, that, and that's why it's so important and it, 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 you can see there that yeah the two feed into each other quite well so some really good reasons uh, why you do what you do and why you do it the way that you do it and, and i think that's people, really yeah um if people if people are thinking oh i don't know if i have a why are there some questions that they can ask themselves to try and figure out their why like like if they don't know what it is do you think they, they do you think everybody has one yeah, I think you. I think you need one. That's the first thing. Um, to give you an example, I was I was doing a bit of weight loss coaching before I started doing this business. And one of the things that came from weight loss coaching is it's all very well to set yourself the goal to lose weight, but you need to know your why. And it's the same in business. It's all very well to say I want to run a business and earn money, but you still need to know why you want to do it. Because when the going gets tough, 
your why is the thing or the purpose or whatever you want to call it passion this is the thing that keeps you going and this is the thing that helps you decide whether you're going in the right direction so for weight loss for example to pick one that's probably familiar to a lot of people what is your why for losing weight so yeah sure lots of people want to lose weight just like lots of people want to earn money but why? Uh, what? What? And, and the question I would ask them, Katie, is what? Once you've done it, so a good way to work this out is once you've done the thing that you've set out to do, take yourself to the point just after when you've done it, and just kind of imagine what that would be like. What are you now able to do that you couldn't do before? What? Um, what will you feel that you didn't feel before? Or what would you? What would you know that you didn't know before? So I say, you know, my my why is to to have a really good work life balance, to 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 be, to, to be happy. Um, that's really important for me because I could get really stuck on my business and there's lots of work I could do. And if I accepted all of it, um, I might make a shed load of money. I might be very sought after. After all, thought of, thought of as being, you know, very very popular. But I would have, I would be miserable because um, I wouldn't be having the work-life balance that I want, and and so that's one of the reasons why it's important. So think about what what it, you think about what you want, but also what you're going to get with you have it. What will having or doing that thing get for you? So do you want to be a speaker? Do you know? Do you want to be booked as a speaker? Just be really clear about what the purpose is once you've once you're a sought after speaker what is that going to give you and that's a question I've asked you Katie isn't it okay you said you want to do more speaking it often falls on the back burner and so one of the things I've asked you is what's important to you about speaking what does it give you and that's kind of helped you make your priorities isn't it again we've all got projects that we want to do yeah yeah I think definitely coming back to that that kind of driving force is really helpful for prioritizing and setting a purpose almost i think you know coming bringing it back to the purpose i think once you have a why that can inform your purpose yeah exactly and you know do you want to create passive income and what do you want it for is it the money what will that money do for you is it the autonomy is it freeing up time for other things knowing what you're going to get afterwards is 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 a good way to work out your your why so that's the thing if you set yourself a goal just understand what it's going to get you emotionally as well as practically there are some other questions i would probably ask someone um in terms of trying to find their purpose there's a number of different ways you could go with it um you could ask you could start ask yourself or sit down and write down your values so you could write down a massive list of all the things that are most important to you and maybe circle a few of the ones that you're absolutely top ones with most people i find that yes their values change over time but there's normally a fair chunk of values that they have that are pretty consistent and have been for most of their lives or the very least most of their adult lives so knowing writing down a list of your values and seeing them um written down and prioritizing the most important ones quite often people will find the same things come up other questions I would ask someone to in order of finding your purpose, I think there's a few ways you could go with it. I would ask people what their strengths are. So I do a lot of I do strengths coaching and so I'm quite interested in strengths philosophy. But when we talk about strengths with people, one of the things we ask them is think of a time when you were really in the zone, you know, when you did something that you really enjoyed, it came easily to you. It was something you could learn really quickly. It was something that you were naturally drawn to, where it had its own innate reward. 
and you were really kind of good at it. You were just buzzing. You were lost in the moment. Just think of a time when you were really lost in a task and ask, some, ask someone what that is. So Katie, asking those questions there, is there anything that springs to mind with you? Any kind of things that you do or activities that particularly work or, or personal that where you're really just like in the zone and you're just lost in the task? I think for me, it's like finding ways to beat technology. That's where I think I get most in the zone. So like if like if someone's got a... Um, like if someone's like, oh yeah, I really want to be able to do this on a Squarespace site and Squarespace help are like, no, that's not possible. And I'm like, I feel like it must be possible. And then I'll just kind of immerse myself in figuring out a way to do it. Um, and just kind of with any technology stuff, it's like, if someone tries to say, oh no, you can't do this. And I'm like, I feel like I should be able to do this. And then I'll just kind of keep working at it until I figure out a way to do it. And like most of the time I do figure out a solution. Um, it's not always very elegant. And ultimately I might decide, no, this is too much of a kind of hacked together solution. I just need to take a different approach completely and use a different tool. But a lot of the time it does allow me to then work out ways, creative ways of doing something that people maybe haven't seen before. So I think that's one of the areas that I'm, when I'm, yeah, kind of in the zone. Um, yeah, it's a good What one. about you? Yeah, I, I quite, the thing that springs to mind for me, there's, a, there's a, again, there's just a few of them, but I, I really like, quite like designing training courses. So take it, I like learning. Um, anything where I'm learning really makes me buzzed if I think that I'm growing. So I love playing with ideas, trying ideas on for, for size, doing different things with them. So when I'm doing training design or drawing or, or designing coaching sessions, for example, I take, take lots of different concepts and ideas experiment with them play with them come up with different activities different ways of thinking making connections between seemingly unrelated things that any activity which involves taking concepts and ideas and just sort of bouncing them around and playing with them and doing new creative stuff with them that is always good i could do that for hours and if i'm doing it with other people around me that's that's absolutely key as well so that would get me that would get me going so yeah, hopefully you could have heard me and Katie get a little bit animated there or getting excited. It's really quite funny to watch Katie when she's trying to overcome a technology problem because she gets really <laughs> determined. <laughs> so that sense of determined, that sense of uh, feeling energised, that sense of feeling buzzed, you can you can kind of work out your kind of purpose or work out your meaning or your why by focusing on at times when that's happened in work or out so um it may not be the exact thing you were doing in that moment where you were totally motivated but see if you can play that moment back see if you can visualize it in your head with sights the sounds the words the exact same people and just see if you can sort of spot any common threads between times in your life when you've experienced that. What were the things that gave you most joy? What were the things that you picked up really quickly? What were the things where you were really buzzing off the back of it? And if you can really focus on those, pick out the common threads, that should give you an idea of when you are at your best. Now, we have a podcast about strengths. So you might want to go back and, and revisit that one. We didn't call it strengths, Katie, and I can't remember what we called it now. Um, I don't know if you remember, but we I'm had just a trying to think. Let me have a quick look. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a podcast. We talked about why it's really important to play to your strengths rather than fix your weaknesses. Uh, and there's a whole heap of reasons why you should um, focus on what you're good at rather than what you're not, because it's just this is where you add your unique something to the world. Where you could try fixing your weaknesses and be a good all rounder, but it's the bit where your best successes have come from. 
that's the bit where you are really flying high and those are the things to focus on if you want to know your purpose as well yeah so so it was episode 21 where we talked about celebrating success yes um so i think it's probably that one and actually it's funny because when you were saying that before about like you know kind of seeing a few different instances of your life when you've maybe felt this way as much as I mocked it at the start of this podcast about having like a montage of everything or an epiphany or something like I did have a little bit of a kind of realization when I went freelance and started doing the kind of web design stuff I just suddenly had a bit of a memory of all the times in my life that have been massive massive clues that I should have been working in technology and web stuff like when I was 15 and me and my friend taught ourselves html to make our first geocity sites and then when I was at um university doing my doing my master's in translation and I did a translation and a redesign of a French website and then when I was doing my teacher training and that you could do it like a specific project and my project was all around using technology in the classroom and I was just like there was a few different other ones as well and I sort of kind of saw them all like lining up and I was like oh yeah I guess that has been there all along but I just never realized it um, but I still don't see it as a purpose. It was just quite funny that actually there had been clues. So there might be clues in your life if you're not sure what you're kind of uh, passionate about or you're not sure about what your why or your purposes are or, or what your strengths are, I should say, then there might be little clues that on their own don't seem very much. But actually, when you think about them all together, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it does you do look back and go oh my god like just for me being freelance was that whole thing it was like yeah I on paper if you look at my personal qualities all these personality questionnaires I do in my line of work you're thinking yeah I'm a terrible employee I was wasted <laughs> in in a business why, why why didn't I come up with this sooner so we could, you have a sort of a facepalm moment but that is a good way um, of trying to work out this as well um, and other ways to do it is you could work out what problems do you want to solve you could also um think about what you would like to bring more of in the world some people use visualization so one of the ones that was given to me a couple that were suggested to me by a coach is uh she offered me two one of them was one where she asked me um imagine you're on a stage with a microphone and you're in a room full of people and they're all milling around minding their own business and in a in about in a few seconds time that room's going to go silent we're all going to stop at looking at you you're going to have that undivided attention and you've only got that time to blur out your your message what one thing would you say to them um uh, what would it be so it's almost like a gun to the head moment if you had a gun to the head and and, and you had to say something meaningful to people or give a message to people uh, within that time frame what would that message be so that's a visualization you could do what would it the- be michelle what would it be Oh, I can't remember. I think at the time, I think I just said something like, you know, I said that my my why was all about, you know, just just living a life that's really meaningful and happy to you. It was something about that. Create your life. Don't don't go down this direction you've been given. You can choose whatever direction you want. Create the life that you want. And I think that's what came out. Um, I've had that question asked to me and my response was don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That was my... uh, my response that's why i have my manifesto on my website called don't be a, don't dick, be a dick my dick. freelance manifesto oh now you and that's something... as close to a purpose as i think i get okay so i think i think you've raised something interesting there uh, if uh, for, with my coach hat on which i would love to have because i don't have a coat hat coach hat i'm not really a coach person uh sorry coach person i'm really a hat person uh, i'm definitely a coach person <laughs> 
aren't you a coach <laughs> i can't i can't do hats right but if i had a coach hat um i would challenge you there because that don't be a dick is what you don't want or what you shouldn't be what i'd probably then prompt you to do is work at what you should be yeah what's the bill and ted one be excellent to one another excellent there you go. yes that's much better because there you go because not being dick is a, is a low bar but being excellent is is much more inspiring <laughs> being excellent to one another yeah and the other one um she puts put to me as well is like imagine you're you're up on a space rocket and you're going you know you're one of the first people landing on the new planet it's a blank canvas um and you're going to create a whole new society a whole new world it's it's it, you could create the world however you want it how would you want the world to be and i think for that one i did say something like just not be dicks but um i think i probably articulated it so what that meant a little bit as well so these kind of hypotheticals can really help you so if you're very sort of uh you're the kind of person that likes to work with metaphor or the visualization helps or being pushed into a scenario helps you there's plenty of ones you can do to give you some pointers as well but for me i think self-awareness is probably the best best thing for finding your purpose so whether it's coaching and what makes training i was going to say whether you do there's personality questions out there i wouldn't rely on those they are just snapshots but uh whether it's feedback or it's mentoring from others this awareness of your needs what makes you really happy what really drains you uh the things that really make you want to get out of bed in the morning they can be quite hard to pin down but the only thing i'd add to that katie is that quite often we're waiting for a, 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 a lightning bolt you know how some people they want to find the person they want to marry and they're waiting to meet someone and lightning strikes them it's kind of not spectacular like most of us you know it goes back to that dating analogy quite often the things the little clues you were talking about in your life that point you in this direction they're quite unspectacular it's just lots of little clues lots of little bit of uh, your life or the universe saying to you yeah this is this is really you and if the dating analogy holds true to freelancing and purposes and everything else, then actually what you end up finding works for you isn't necessarily what you were looking for in the first place. Oh, yeah, like, I like I, that. I probably wouldn't have picked my partner on paper. Um, and just like I wasn't, I wasn't kind of intending to do web design, but it's ended up being what's really working for me. So what, what you kind of think you might want might not actually end up being what you need or what works for you. Yeah, I mean, like, if you'd asked 20 year old me, what do I want? Who do I want to date? I'd probably describe someone off the cover of FHM, like, you know, Angelina Jolie, <laughs> like the two Raider movies. To, my wife does not look like, uh, does not look like Lara Croft, but uh, I'm quite glad for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say earlier, uh, uh, as well as thinking about what makes you happy and everything, actually, one of the really strong motivators for a purpose is what makes you angry. Like, I think that's something, you know, it's why a lot of people go into campaigning and politics because they're, they're sick of the kind of injustice or cruelty or inefficiency or whatever it is in the world. Um, and I think actually as, as much as it's better to look for the positive stuff and the kind of towards motivations and stuff, I think what makes you angry can be a good starting point if you're struggling with the other stuff like yeah one of the things that made me angry in my old job working for a charity was how much they were missold products like technology software products um and also websites by kind of not even unscrupulous but you know they, they were they've been sold a service or a product that was completely inappropriate for them and they've paid a lot of money for it and then they were kind of left stuck with it with no support and no ability to kind of really manage it themselves. And it made me really mad because I'm like, these charities are the ones that are trying to 
you know, they're trying to make a difference and they don't necessarily have the expertise in-house to make those decisions. And they're relying on the expertise of consultants or, or developers or whatever experts they're paying, or even just salespeople who are selling to them. Um, and that money could be spent so much more effectively elsewhere to further that charity's mission. And so that makes me really angry. So I think whilst that didn't inform what I was doing, it certainly informs how I do it. So that's yeah. a big part of why I work the way I do. And I work with charities a lot. And it is all about like being very open about the limitations of Squarespace and making sure it's the right platform for them first and creating something that they can have control of and that is... Uh, you know it's it's affordable in a more sustainable long-term sense yes you can get bucket you know bargain basement cheap hosting and put wordpress on it but if you've not got someone managing that in the charity then that's actually going to cost them more in the long run and so it's like it's, it's looking at things like that and going okay in the short term you've got this much money but let's look at the, how you can manage it for yourselves going forwards rather than having to pay someone else to do it and stuff so yeah sorry a bit of a rant there but as you can see the, like the anger actually get, get, got me quite motivated and and kind of brought out another bit of my I guess another aspect of my why so yeah it really did and you know what but what was quite nice like you say you took the negative and turned it into a positive so I think when I first met you you were saying something like when I asked you what you were doing you said you thought that small businesses or charities deserved beautiful easy to manage websites as much as anyone else so you focused on the positive there and that's what I'm saying about the self-awareness knowing your rules and when they're getting broken and knowing the things that really get you mad and that as well as get you passionate if you pay attention to those that really is going to give you um, a good steer as to, to what you should and shouldn't be doing as well so I, I hope we've helped people today I don't know if we have let us know if we have done um or if you want you got any questions about working out your why you're feeling stuck and you don't know your purpose if we can help you we'll certainly point you in the right direction let us know your thoughts too do you did you always have a purpose some people do or did you consciously choose yours i'd be really interested to hear katie what people uh, are going to say to that absolutely and as usual you can find us on social media at the wheel exists and I'm going to try and get mine right this time, Katie. Right, so mine is dive, D-I-V-E, deep, D-E-P, D-E-V-P, dep. Uh, and that's on Facebook and Twitter, or you can just find me under my name and business name on LinkedIn. So guys, that's all from us. Uh, um, just a reminder, as Katie was about to say, uh, if you wish to subscribe, please do hit the subscribe button and you can find us on all good platforms. And also let us know if you've got any questions for future episodes. But in the meantime, we will see you next time for an episode of 99 Problems, But a Boss Ain't One. <laughs>